Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harrods here with your daily VRA Investing Podcast. Another strong day in the market yesterday. Kind of an important day as we see it, too, because yesterday's market uh, sell-off in the smart money hour, the last hour of trading, was pretty brutal, taking the Dow Jones down 390 points. We got almost all of that back today. Dow Jones having a good final hour, finishing up 369 points at 24575 Sure looks to us like it's got a magnet to it of 25000 which, by the way, would be the next Fibonacci retrace level of 61.8%. Our other major averages outside of the Russell 2000 have already met that level and surpassed it. We think the Dow's probably next. Rally looks like it's got a ways to go. And yes, we still believe this is a bear market rally, but I will tell you, it's getting harder and harder to have that point of view. Uh, we'll, I'll tell you why, why that's the case in just a moment. But again, Dow up, Dow up 369. Uh, S&P 500 up 1.7%, a little bit better than the Dow, of 48 points at 29.71. And uh, Russell 2000 up a big 3% today, although still well below. It's 200-day. A lot of damage has been done there. Still a pattern of, of lower highs, lower lows, and small caps. And finally, pretty much leading the way again, the NASDAQ up more than 2%, up a big 190 points, closing at 9,375. So we alerted our folks this morning, we've, as we've been saying for a long time now, there's only been one major broad market index has been above its 200-day moving average following the uh, 38% sell-off on the coronavirus insanity, and that was the NASDAQ. Well, that's changed now. Now we have SPY, which is the S&P 500 uh, ETF, which includes dividends, uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's the most important of uh, broad market ETFs, and today it closed back above its uh, 200-day moving average as well. And what we find interesting is that because of this uh, two steps forward, one step back approach in the markets, it's been very difficult for our momentum oscillators to reach overbought levels, which would tell us this market rally should end. Instead, we've got uh, RSI, money flow, and stochastics, even uh, moving average convergence, divergence, MACD, still have a lot of room to run. Uh, by our count, at least several days before we start worrying about being overbought, and again, the smart money hour close today helped reverse yesterday's negative sentiment. But more than anything, what we see taking this move higher, it's been about one thing and one thing only. You probably know what I'm going to say. Don't fight the Fed. As we learned this morning, uh, G7 central banks, th those are include the Federal Reserve, the ECB, Bank of Japan, Bank of England, and the Bank of Canada have since the beginning of March – have purchased $1.3 trillion in bonds. Again, that's from QE liquidity. And without question, without question, a lot of this money has come into stocks as well. They do that through these uh, Fed dollar swaps internationally and also through their conduits with global, global sovereign wealth funds like the Norwegian Sovereign Wealth Fund. There's no question that those, those, those in our view, that those dollar swaps have wound up in liquidity into U.S. markets. Matter of fact, some of their favorite holdings for a long, long time have been stocks like Facebook and Amazon, which, of course, have led the way higher. So <clears throat> look, that, that liquidity in the markets could reverse as, as soon as it started, but we're not seeing signs of that. Jay Powell was out again today uh, talking up the markets, saying, that, again, the Fed will do whatever it takes, including capping rates, interest rates if necessary. So they certainly appear to be all in. And one final point that we've been talking about here, and, and uh, we almost nobody else talking about this, but the, the leverage that's being used 
as was from the 2008-2009 financial crisis where they turned the Fed's balance sheet of $4.3 trillion into a total of $29 trillion in total lending and bailouts. Without question, we believe that's happening here as well. So with all that said, let's take a look under the hood here. Again, it was a good day all the way around. Solid internals. Uh, all 11 S&P 500 sectors closed higher on the day, led by energy. Uh, again, oil just won't stop. These have been our bear market rally indicators. They've been oil in this order. Oil, internals, NASDAQ, semis, and, um, uh, and smart money hour. Again, all four still flashing buy signals. Uh, oil was up big again today. Energy uh, sector up 3.8%. That was our leader on the day. Communication services up 2.7%. Financials up 2.2%. And tech again up 2.1%. Uh, in the internals, we saw the same thing. Again, not the 90% upside day we saw a couple days ago with the 914-point move higher. But NYSE, 4 to 1 positive, advanced decline. NASDAQ, Almost four to one positive advanced decline. Again, these are rock solid numbers. Also, uh, up down volume almost well, just just better than three to one uh, 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 advancing over decliners as far as volume is concerned. NYSE and Nasdaq right at two to one. Again, across the board wins with fifty two week highs lows also coming in solidly positive. So it's a trifecta on the internals that typically bodes bodes for more upside. Again, some carry through. From that big Monday 900-point move higher with a 90% up volume day on the NYIC. A lot of people are saying that that was a signal, a technical signal. Uh, call it, they call it a bullish thrust, if you will, that uh, the lows are in place and that we may have a new bull market underway. Uh, don't fight the Fed again. It, it is hard to bet against the Fed for that exact reason. I also note today, one thing we've been watching here are the put-call ratios. And, um, you know... It's, it, it, once, it, it's closed today at 0.79. So, yes, you have uh, more people now that are buying calls and puts. But until this ratio gets down into the low 60s, it's not really frothy. So closed today at 0.79. But it's clear that sentiment is becoming more bullish. Uh, the fear and greed index is trading right now is at 52, which is neutral. And tonight we get the AAI sentiment survey, which, of course, last week hit a new um, – a cycle low of 23% bulls. We look for that to tick up this week. Finally today, our commodity watch. Again, we got to start with oil because that's been the leader along with the semis move, uh, propelling this move higher. Saw it again today. Oil up a big 5% up $1.65 a barrel, trading right now at 33.61. Gold continued its run up another $5 an ounce at 17.51 an ounce. Silver has been on a, on a, on a major move higher continued that today. Now back over $18 an ounce. If you're joining us here, you know we love this group, especially the mining stocks. We believe this is the, the bull market of bull markets in this group. And like after QE began, after the financial crisis, this group, GDX, the minor ETF, went up 276% in a three-year period. We think that's the move higher that we're going to see directly ahead. Finally for today, Bitcoin uh, trading right now down $214 of Bitcoin at 9521 Folks, Jeff, hope you had a great day, an even better night, and we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.